baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. I set out to get you with a fine tooth comb. I was soft inside. There was something going wrong. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Islands in the stream, that is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me to another world. And we rely on each other. Well, welcome, radio listeners, podcast fans, and just you, the person out there in the general public. I am Jay, and I'm your friend, and and you've tuned in to the Jay Garvin Show, and this is all about home and mortgage. Now, that's a very big umbrella. That includes, of course, real estate. That includes mortgages. That includes financing, that includes budgeting, that includes income. Like today's show, we're going to be talking about income, but it also includes investing, retirement, debt-free approach to your budget, and everything within that tribe or umbrella of conversations. Now, on the rare occasion, Christmas, 4th of July, things like that, we digress to totally separate subjects, but that's not going to be the case today. Anyhow, if you're hearing my voice for the very first time, my name is Jay and I'm your friend. Now, you can get a hold of me personally at 719-330-1457. I take my calls personally. That's not an office or a staff number. That is my direct line. I appreciate every single week, almost three to five times, you, the radio listener, calls me and we have a great constructive conversation. Many people are surprised when they hear that it's me taking the call, but you've been an amazing tribe. I think if 25,000 people have heard or tuned into my show, there's a couple thousand of you every week that are listening. I've never been stalked. If you call with a financial question, which I appreciate, that gentlemen, uh, do it this week. I just talked to Larry for the first time in a while. Daniel, I just appreciate all of you. I haven't talked to Jane and Bill in a while, but I'm going to tell you, Jane, your husband's animal hospital just took care of my dog, and I forever think and remember you. It's what makes the radio show special, and it also makes the radio show special about the conversation and the content, and today is going to be no different with the drum roll, Matt. Today's conversation with just you and me, and you need to buckle up, is... The seven streams of income. Now, now I didn't say field of dreams. I said seven streams of income. And this is the kind of stuff that fires me up, that gets me out of bed at 6 a.m. to do another three to four hours of research for you, the radio listener. Now, my wife says I'm a geek. And I love and appreciate you. I get excited about this stuff. It's important for several reasons. I digress, but I tell you, I had a conversation with my wife because my my wife loves more deeply like her mother than anybody that I know. We lost a dog a couple years ago, and she shed tears for an entire month. And I'm telling you that you can go ahead and reflect on the loved ones in your life, but my wife loves deeply, and I... 
have been praying and I said, honey, you know, sometime I'm going to die and I don't want you to be unmanageable. I love you. I'm not going to die. But I had some several surgeries. If I do die, I want you to know and I want to know that you're going to be all right. And she looked at me and she says, I just want to know if I die, if you're going to miss me. <laughs> and I am like, okay, I am, but I'm a planning kind of guy. And you and I are talking about seven streams of income today. You know, in the 2023 sobering recession, a lot of income disappeared. So we're going to talk about what income is. I'm going to jump right into it with one of my best friends and partner, Justin. He's in here. He's listening to my intro. He's like, Matt, what am I doing in here? But I'm going to rumble through in less than 30 seconds. Seven streams of income as I've spent over 40 to 60 hours putting these on paper and they're still not defined. I spent another three or four today, but Matt, with the second drum roll, here is just read straight out from 20, 30 different sources. Seven plus streams of income. The more obvious, the most obvious one is earned income. The second and the most profitable in the world is business or profit income. The third one is interest income. The fourth one is dividend income. The fifth one, which is the most popular by far with Americans, capital gains income. Number six is royalty or licensing income. And then you have rental income, which I'm going to talk to Justin about. And then there's the famed eighth that one out of 30 people online even mention it, but it exists. And that's direct income. Where do you capture all the pensions, the federal and state retirement programs, social security, government payments like disability, gift income, inheritance income. Those are all actual incomes that no one talks about except... Me, Jay Garvin's. <laughs> so, Justin, holy cow, buddy. I'm so fired up beyond belief that uh, you're in the studio. We haven't seen each other in a while. I know. It's great. Matt's got, I feel like I'm on the offensive line. Matt's like, little to the right, little to the right, shift left, shift left. Dude, <laughs> and I've got like 30% more energy than I've had because you know why? I call it post colonoscopy energy dude man i got i got the flush don't tell anybody i'm real personal about this i just don't want it to get out that i got the colonoscopy yeah did you go to jiffy lube or grease monkey oh i tell you it was terrible i woke up and i felt like i needed to have a cigarette <laughs> but i didn't do it so for how me. many did you smoke uh, i vape so oh, no, i digress but anyways i do it for my family you know i'm the big five five I know, I could be a freaking dad. No, no, last May, it took me a while. But (laughs) I'm so honored to have you as a friend teaching people that I know, love, and trust. And I'm going to pull you over to the next segment because this is important. And I'm so glad that you're here. Here's the bottom line, folks. If you're listening and you got to go, and please don't go because this segment with Justin is going to be amazing. And he is going to focus big time on rental residual income. Also, please don't go anywhere because on the third segment, for the first time in more than five years, I'm going to have on a non-partner, Sally Clark, that's going to talk with me a little bit about business income because she owns a bed and breakfast and hospitality and I'm friends with she and her husband who's retired military. But just going to say stick around because this is the first time in years that I'm having two guests. But I believe, bottom line, Justin, that rental income is the one and only last remaining access to residual income that the middle class can actually build when you're as average and mediocre as me. Yeah, exactly. And they're trying to get at that too. And they're trying to get at that too. And 
I personally believe, and this is just my opinion, that this is the best time right now to buy real estate in over five years. Since 2018, when we had a little influx in rates before, when there was more availability, 2019, 20, and 21 were just all-out drag races, totally favored to the seller. And it's not a totally equal market yet, but it will be by mid to the end of the year, right, Justin? Uh Exactly. So don't go anywhere during the break. I want you to call me at 719-330-1457, especially if you're listening today on Saturday or Sunday. I'm having my first investment property class of the year this Tuesday, the 28th at 6.30 p.m. Call me at 719-330-1457. I would love to invite you. It's investment property ownership for people that are intentional. I love everybody, but I want you to be a homeowner, and I want you to have interest. Call me. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Islands in the The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment brought to you by locally owned Rocky Mountain Climate, a family owned business. To learn to make money, just listen to me. Taking advice from AJ and Vicious Lee Buy two turntables and a microphone And you will never get the girls to ever leave you alone And if this don't work, I don't know what to say Because it worked for me and I'm now on my way Well, welcome back. I am Jay. Everybody else in the universe is gone Except you, me, and Justin Hermes from Real Estate Realities. I'm Jay, your friend. I'm talking directly to you today. This is important. Seven streams of income, which are earned income, business, interest, dividend, capital gains, royalty, and rental income. Now, there is direct income. That's pensions, federal, and state retirement programs. But there's not 30 million different ways to make an income. There's only eight. There's definitely different venues and techniques going inside these categories. And of these eight, there's only five that are residual. Earned income is not residual. That's a job. Business income is not residual. It can be an asset, passive and residual later on, but definitely not on the onset. You give up. I mean, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, they have given up marriages. I mean, Bill Gates, went to work seven days a week for 17 years, period. Never took a day off. But now it's paying off pretty well for him. He was once the most wealthy human being. He's now been passed by others to include Elon Musk. But I'm telling you, it's not residual. Capital gains, your 401ks, your IRAs, your annuities, those are not residual. They're piles of money that you convert to streams and then you shovel loads off of. But Justin, you and I not only experience, and that's part of the amuse of the show, no offense, but if someone's going to counsel me on marriage, I want that person to be married, right? Yeah. If Or, di- is- or divorced a couple times. Or divorced a couple <laughs> times, yeah. But this is, it gets my tail when I think if you're going to give athletic advice, like you are an amazing tennis pro, we sat down, our son sat down and got advice from you. I'm not going to go get advice from an ESPN analyst that's never played it. And here's the point. So many people have an opinion about money. 
I think you need to have it and you need to know how to orchestrate and facilitate it. But on the internet, God, anybody can do it. And more specifically with rental income, Justin, I have so many mortgage lenders and so many real estate agents that help through the process and they don't even have a mortgage, but they're at a credit union helping you get one and they think they're the expert or, you know, people that are agents that don't even have a house yet. That's why I respect you because- I've watched you and you've watched me build a big portfolio. And to the one middle-class radio listener out there, what would you tell them about that income stream totally dedicated to rental income? I think the biggest thing people need to understand is it doesn't take a lot of money. And especially now that they've lowered the mortgage insurance, I'm sure you know all about that for yep. n- for new FHA buyers, not people who are currently out there, but new people looking to get in. And it reminds me of a conversation I had with my good friend, Justin McIntyre up in Fort Collins, and he's renting in an apartment right now. And I said, man, why don't you go out and buy a place? Well, I need more money. And I said, well, how much money do you have saved up? He goes, I have 20 grand. I go, what are we talking about here? I said, you have $20,000. Go do an FHA mortgage. Buy a single family home that can be turned into, we've done this so many times, turned into a duplex, and then you rent the basement and you live upstairs. And now you've got an investment property and you got your foot in the door. And it just saddens me because I've been having this conversation with him for, boy, probably a couple years now. And I'm like, man, you can do it. Like, it's, it's just like, I guess, when you're swimming, you don't know really if you can swim until you go in the deep end. Yeah. And it's, and it, that's how it is with real estate. It just, it makes me sad because I'm like, man, you'd be so great at this. You're handy. You know all the contracting. You can do the sweat, what do you think sweat, them back? sweat equity. Fear. I, fear is usually what holds people back, Jay, right? It's out of the comfort zone. It's the unknown. And I go, well, worst case scenario, you fail and- I guess you, you lost, well, yeah, or you lost 20 grand, 20 grand in the aspect of your life. life. What are we talking about? And I don't even view it as, hey, will it generate money down the road? Yes, but I think it'll make you a better person and develop you in other ways than your normal job does nine to five and the things you'll learn and then how you can bless other people through it. So I go, the, all the other components that go with it mean a heck of a lot more. And sure, do you lose money sometimes on rental properties or making a purchase? Yeah, I'm losing money right now on a, a remodel and it's not the best investment, but you know, it's the school of hard knocks. You got to pay sometimes and you have to lose sometimes and you take it as a learning deal and you move on down the road. But I think that's what people are so afraid of. They want to read more and more books and figure out more and more and, and, and it's paralysis by analysis. So the one thing that I want the radio listener to hear is you can do it with as little as $10,000. You know, a sellers can pay your closing costs. You can do it for very, very little getting in the market. And if you're listening and you have an adult child and you're going, well, we don't have enough money saved up. Well, how about like the Wyman's did? They said, oh, we'll buy a property with our son Uh and it's got a cottage and we'll rent the main home. Now we have an investment and he's not funding someone else's 401k. So that's the beauty of real estate. It's the equalizer with as little as 10 grand you can get in the game. And you can't do that with anything else. You can't walk down to Churchill Morgan and say, hey, I have a great business idea and I want to, can you give me some money so I can go start my business? No, that doesn't work like that. And even the Wells Fargo would sit laugh in your face. But when you go in and say, hey, Jay, I have some money and I want to go buy a property and I have this vision to do this, 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 you go, absolutely. Let's borrow you the other $300,000. At a fixed rate. There's nothing else like it. Yeah. And there's no commercial loan out there, even if you can do it, that's fixed. They're all variable. And I've got with one of my banks, it's up to 9.25%. Mm-hmm. But Justin, expand on the lessons or the growth. I mean, you that's why I have you on the show because I don't even, I mean, you say whether you make money or not, you learn lessons and you have growth. Let's finish yeah. 
on that because that's huge. Yeah, and I'm learning from it right now. I'm doing a remodel over in Palmer Park for myself, and boy, the sticker price got higher and higher, and I haven't done a major remodel. I've only done like a kitchen in a rental property or a bathroom in a rental property, some carpets, some flooring. You would, learning from it, I probably should have sat down with somebody like you or somebody who's done a big remodel, mm-hmm. but I didn't, right? I was busy, and I'm going, okay, now I went through all of that, and I go, wow, a remodel is double the budget, and I learned so many things through it. But hear this. I heard the O'Neill Group downtown, you know, they're still holding off on building that building, right? Which one? The one right across from the Olympic Museum. Yeah, they are. Uh-huh. Came in $27 million over budget. I know. And so no matter how long you're in the business, you learn and you learn and, and, you, learn. and, and you learn. And so if you learn, you take away from it, you get better, and you look at it as the long term, the 15, 20 year, how do I make this work? You're going to do great. And that's what Churchill Mortgage and we believe is the long term, a little base hit here, a base hit here. You're not trying to hit a home run and we don't help people flip homes and try to make a quick 50 grand. We want to help you make 500,000 on a house over 15 years. And so you mentioned the internet, man. I can't tell you how often you see people driving the Lamborghinis, showing the checks they're cashing, saying they're real estate investors. And it's so far from the truth. Amen. And to finish on that is so huge because it doesn't matter if you are GE or the O'Neill Group or middle investors like you and I with you have over 15 units, I have over eight units, or you can be your friend Justin who just has got ten or 20000 and just wants to play, but you get in the same arena. And that's why I say it's accessible to the middle class. So your time here, Justin, is just invaluable. I wish you could come on every single week. Please don't go anywhere. I'm going to be back, and I'm going to jump in and backtrack and explain the other seven forms of income. But the bottom line is rental income, residual income. And you can actually move that into passive income is something you want to stick around for because it is the future. For you, for me, and for all middle Americans, you're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Call me at 719-330-1457 to get added to my investment property class this coming Tuesday, the 28th of February. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Money is fun, and that's a fact. I know the party people who got it like that. And the more money you make, y'all, the easier you sleep. So when you run into a million, don't be cheap. But try to buy a couple houses and a couple diamond rings. Buy a pretty girl a parrot. You know, can sing and make it money. Ha, I'm making money. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Hey, where's the beat? Well, welcome back, radio listeners. I'm your host, Jay Garvins. You have any questions for me? Need to refinance or purchase with a transaction? I'd love to earn your business with your mortgage. I am a licensed loan originator. Today, I'm talking, just finished a segment with Justin Hermes, a regular partner from Real Estate Realities, about the seven streams 
of income. You can call me at 719-330-1457. I'd love to invite you. If you're listening today on Saturday or Sunday to my first investment property class of the year, call me. It's at 6.30 p.m. But I'm talking specifically about earned income, business income, interest income, dividend, capital gains, royalties, rental, and direct income. But I shared time with Justin Hermes on rental income, but I shared with you business or profit income is the number one wealth building tool for enormous wealth in the world. All of the Elon Musks, the Bill Gates, the Sam Waltons, the Oprah Winfrey's, all of these individuals and many more are the top 20, 30, 40 wealthiest people in the world. And I myself have built business profit income with Garvin's Mortgage Group and built it up and partnered and sold it to Churchill. But I've got a really special guest of mine, someone that I've been talking and interacting with for over 15 years now. She called me on my cell phone when I was in Nashville talking to us about business income and so much more. Mayoral candidate Sally, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you, Jay. It's so neat to see you at your forum last week. I was blown away as I was nervous and teaching people about investment property, walking with my friend in Nashville, and I see my cell phone ringing. It's you, and I keep everybody's name in. And you've been out of politics for a while. but for you- about, Yeah, really for about seven years. So it seems, I mean, uh, yes, I, my last position was working with... U.S. Department of Agriculture at the federal level, really helping rural Colorado, traveling the entire state, um, working for the president and the secretary of agriculture to make sure that rural communities were kept whole with housing, infrastructure, and essentially business and economic development. So, but I haven't been in elected office for a lot, for about seven years. Yeah. And no break no for the break. weary yeah, from no. business, huh? No. And you, hospitality, no. you know, share that with me, your family. You've got some military background. I mean, let's touch on that because that's important and that's a major form of income for your family. Well, you know, my husband and I relocated over 30, what, seven years ago, so almost four decades ago, to Colorado Springs because we loved it. My dad was born and raised in Pueblo. We spent our honeymoon here. He left the Navy, wanted to be home more than he wanted to be on a ship floating out at sea. Yeah. And so, you know, we started a bed and breakfast in back in 1986. And we have way outlived the usual attrition rate for bed and breakfast. And we've helped a lot of people. In fact, a couple of days ago, I ran into somebody actually, I think at a forum who said, you know, we took your class on how to start a bed and breakfast. And I said, did you start one? And she said, no, it wasn't because you discouraged us completely from running a VMV, but it just didn't work out for us. And it's a lot harder than people think. And then, you know, being in the hospitality and customer service industry, people come and go and they all have different likes and dislikes. And, you know, and you have to plan ahead. You have to make sure that you can pay your bills. And I have employees that I have to pay and make sure I manage all of that correctly. And I have awesome people. One one gal that's been with me for almost 19 years. So I think that speaks well for us in in having that longevity. Great reflection. And it's definitely not residual. You got to actively pursue it every day. But it's a blessing. You get to change people's lives. And like you mentioned, you have a connection with the military. You also have a beautiful family. Well, I mean, we don't have kids. We've never had kids. I I do have, you know, we, I guess when we finally got around to it, we didn't get around to it. And, you know, but I think that's allowed me to do other things in my life that I might not have the time to do. And that is do public service. Absolutely. Got involved over a fire station issue Mm -hmm. over, over on the West side and fire station three, our neighborhood Mm -hmm. rose up and saved the fire station. And I thought, you know, I'm going to run for, I'm going to run 
running for public office because I can do better than those people who are sitting up there on that dais. And I think I did a great job and then served as a county commissioner and then served at the national level with National Association of Counties representing 3,069 counties nationwide. And then had my last job working for the president of the United States and the secretary of agriculture to help rural and economic development. Yeah. And I needed to articulate what I meant because now my wife and I do a short-term rental and even though it's passive income for us, our employees, our contractors, and even the guests Mm -hmm. have literally become part of our family. And you said you've got an employee and a service member in your hospitality of 19 years. That's almost a family member. Yeah, she really is. And she does all the scheduling for the employees. And, you know, and I think what sets me apart when you look at the, even the mayor's race is that, you know, I know what it's like to write a paycheck. I know what happens when, you know, the Family Leave Act gets pushed down and employees say, why are you taking this money out of our paycheck? And it's like, I had nothing to do with this. Just being a small business owner and understanding how hard it is and all the regulations just keep piling and piling on. So I want to do what I can as mayor. I can't influence everything, but I can certainly influence the things that city government pushes forward to make businesses comply. And I, I think that that's an important perspective that I bring that's different from anyone else. Yeah. And share a bit of your vision with us because I'm very clearly business, but I am politically involved. And, you know, my wife and I have endorsed you for multiple reasons. And I encourage you you as a radio listener to look deep into the candidacy because there is over 12 people running. I'll talk a little bit about that. But, you know, Sally, we have chosen you because you are a business owner. And I chose not to go into politics years back when (laughs) Keith King invited me because we had small children. I came out of a government job, but it's because of your business experience. It's because both you and your husband were in the Navy. That is a family That's venture. That's right. It sure and is. You do have experience at all different levels, but more than that, you stand out from the field. Fiscally, you show that you can raise campaign funds, which is important it's, and you yeah. bring experience yeah. so kind of share your vision with my one radio listener that's making that decision and i encourage you to make the decision for sally because of the same reasons i have but please share your vision well i think my vision is is certainly we have a magnificent community i mean you look at this backdrop where else do you get pikes peak in your backyard no matter where you are in town you look up and it's right there unless it's in the clouds which it might be today <laughs> but i will say that it, it just to me we have to realize that we have some underlying social issues that we're dealing with. The crime rate is up. We're seeing, you know, more and more homeless on the streets. How do we deal with these issues? And, you know, I'll be the mayor that takes that into consideration and really jumpstarts a lot of these discussions to see how we can bring some solutions to the table. We can't just sit back and say, we're just fine as we are and we're status quo. No business owner does that unless you're you're a failing business, is you want to make improvements. And so I think I I have to pivot in my own way as a business owner Amen. and I will pivot that way. I am about getting things done and moving on to the next project, project mm-hmm. related. And if it's homelessness, if it's reducing the fact that our murder rates up 45% since 2018, That's is that a concern? Yeah. Is it the fact that, you know, we have more and more cars are being stolen every day, sometimes from people who cannot afford to have their cars stolen. And I think you and I talked about that we right did. out of and your driveway. Can, and it's not just our population. It's 
my wife and I have firsthand experience because we had our car stolen from our front yard. Her birthday, uh, Christmas present of 2019. I don't make judgment at all. We received our settlement from USA, a tremendous insurance company, but we got to see the car at Copart and we know by tracking the vehicle that the thieves came from Denver down on a rampage, took our car, took it back to Denver. We went through the car. We know it was drug related. We know it was females actually. And we have to not only protect, and that's my number one pillar is crime. If my car can get stolen, thank God it wasn't a violent crime. Mm -hmm. You as mayor are going to have to decide with all the other levels of officials how we're going to keep crime coming from the other counties that are lackadaisical. Well, and how we're going to hire our 61 vacancies currently in the police department if our attrition rate's 9.5%, and we've got a 7% vacancy already of the current FTE count, which is 821, we're never going to catch up if we don't do something different to recruit and retain the best of the best. And, And I think we have a great police department. They just don't have enough people. Yeah. And that's a national problem. But I think that we can solve it and we can come up with some ideas to really bring people together to figure out how we recruit the best and give them a career path. Yeah. If Sally didn't get you on that one, folks, I may just tell you to turn the channel because that made me emotional. You know the numbers. You know the details. I could have you on all day, but you (laughs) share in the last three minutes your vision and what you want my one radio listener to do for you because that's why we have you on here, Sally. Well, I think, you know, I would say help is on the way. If you elect me as and support me and I would like to earn the support of the folks that are listening out there, I want to be that that essentially I'm going to help solve these problems and we will not be looking like the city and county of Denver. We will be the best place to raise a family, not on the worst list. And if we don't recognize the bad, we will never improve and and have the good. So I'm not the status quo candidate. I'm the one that wants to make improvements, fill those potholes, reduce our crime, put, you know, more police officers and firefighters on the street to make sure that we are safe in our communities and have a great place to go in terms of our trails and open spaces so that we feel safe walking and don't feel like we have to, you know, have a concealed carry a firearm with us to walk in Red Rock Canyon Park. We don't want to have to do that. We want to feel safe in our community. Absolutely. And you listening right now, you know you can get a hold of me at 719-330-1457. But Sally, how can they get a hold of you directly? Kind of spell your name so they know where to go and how they can give to your effort to become the next mayor. It's pretty easy. They can go to sallyclarkmayor.com and it's S-A-L-L-I-E-C-L-A-R-K-Mayor.com. If they spell my name wrong with a Y, it's okay. It'll still go through. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so I do with Garland. We've reserved the, yeah. we've reserved the domain name. And, and my contact there... information and my direct email address, you can get right to me. And we'd love to. I'd love to have a discussion if there are questions and be your next mayor. Thank you. And Sally, I look forward to going to your next event, which is when? That'll be coming up. And the next one we have is a, a meet and greet that will be at Gold Hill Mesa on March 4th. And that's right at the website. Right. It is on the website. We have lots of information on the website. And Marlo and I personally contributed. I recommend that you do the same. This race is like right across. Fast. It's fast. March 10th, the ballots drop. March 10th. And I wish the best of luck to all candidates. But we as voters owe it to our city to make a decision and make a decision early. And I tell you to choose Sally Clark. Sally, thanks so much for coming on. 
Uh, we look forward to helping you more. If you're listening to the show, it fit hand in glove. I'm going to return. I've went through two of the seven streams of income, one with Justin, one with Sally. I'm going to be back. Don't go anywhere at all. If you're interested in investment property ownership, call me at 719-330-1457. I've got my first class, a $95 value for you, the radio listener, free complimentary this coming Tuesday, the 28th at 6.30 p.m. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I'll be back right after these important messages. I fill you up with bones that can never break. Take you to a dark, a shade of gray. Warm you like a sun that'll never fade. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. This is power. Well, thanks for sticking around, a radio listener. What an amazing show. If you've been here the whole time, first time in over five years, uh, had Justin Hermes and another special guest, Sally Clark, on. I'm Jay Garvins. I'm talking about the seven-plus streams of income. Justin talked in great detail about rental income, and that is the form of income, bottom line, up front, I really believe as I shared and Sally has shared, one of the last viable ways to create residual income as a blue-collar, white-collar, middle-class citizen. And going back and sharing with you, you can get a hold of me at 719-330-1457. I would love to earn your business for your next purchase or refinance transaction because I am a licensed loan originator and that's how I get my earned income, okay? That's the first and the most popular type of income. It's exchanging hours for dollars. Pretty straightforward. It doesn't matter whether you're a mortgage lender like me, a radio producer like Matt, a doctor like Dr. Fraley, my friend, or whether you are a teacher or a scientist, you have to go exchange hours for dollars in a salary, hourly income, whatever it is. All are majestic and respectful. It's a way to provide for you and your family. Number two, which Sally talked about, and I will elaborate on business profit income, is not residual either. It can be in a later stage in development, but there was no residual aspect of Bill Gates starting Microsoft. I read a book that said he worked 17 years straight, seven days a week, no days off, in a biography I read about him, and it's very residual now that he became one of the most wealthy people in the world, but it's not residual. The first form of residual income, my friends, is interest income. Now, that's interest on your bank account. You get that tax form to put on your taxes every year. Many years it's been low. Now it's unbelievable that you can get 2 3 5% earned interest again. We used to get those with CD, Certificate of Deposits, but you have to have a lot of money. I will get a tax document that says I made $19 this year in my savings account and interest. 
you know, I can buy a couple ice creams and coffees with that. But it's not going to make you and I wealthy on monthly residual unless you've got millions or tens of millions of dollars. That's what's great about Churchill Mortgage. We are employee-owned, an ESOP, employee stock ownership plan, and we hold and service mortgages. So some of the profit of our company is through earned interest income. Now, there's dividend income, which is stock. You can buy a common stock like Johnson Controls or Procter & Gamble or Microsoft, and they will give you a residual dividend off the number of your shares every year by the profit of the company, and that is residual. But capital gains, which means get a 401k, get an IRA, get an investment, get a stock that's non-dividend stock like Amazon, and have it grow, and that's a capital gain. But that creates a pile of money. You have to work to create the money. The pile hopefully gets bigger. Sometimes it gets smaller like it is now. And then you live off that pile until the pile is gone. The next form of income is a royalty or licensing income. This is actually the only form of income that my wife and I do not take advantage of. And it's my goal over the next 12 to 36 months to quantify through royalties in this podcast, radio show, a book manuscript, people do it with MP3 song drive, stuff like that with royalties on mineral rights. This is a tremendously residual type of income. And then, of course, like I said, you have rental income, which my wife and I have a seven-figure portfolio of real estate, but it gives us $12,000 a month of residual income, which means we don't touch the principal balance or the ownership of any of our properties. It's just through renting them, we get that collective $12,000 a month. And I'm not that sharp. I'm hardworking, but I'm not sharp. You can do it. Now, direct income, folks, that's the catch-all category. Where do pensions fit in? Where does my military retirement fit in? Where does other federal and state retirement programs and social security and government payments through disabilities? These technically are a regular income coming to you. Some of them are residual, and that follows under direct income. Now, I share all of this with you because the bottom line, folks, is that nobody teaches you about this. I'm the first. When's the last time you've been to the uh, income streams class at church or at school or at your college? But for me, whether we want to or not, we live in a money-centric world. It's all around us. Just try not having it. You know, I've been to Honduras where people don't have it. Even the homeless person down the street here has it. They have a Red Cross. They have a shelter. They have a Springs Rescue Mission that they can walk walk into and have help. There's places in the world, in the far reaches of this globe, I've been there, that there is no income and there's nobody helping these people and they perish. But knowledge is power and experience is irreplaceable. I talked to you about the forms of income, the streams of income in earned income, business income, interest income, dividend income, capital gains, rental income, and direct income because I have experienced and actually have a history and a successful history with all those forms of income. I actually have three and used to have four separate jobs with earned income. Mortgage is a job. I have to go there. Hours for dollars. This radio show is a job. I pay myself. First, I pay the station. My partners pay me. It all works together, but I have to come and record. I have to actually fix up my properties as a property manager to make that residual rental income work. And then I used to have two companies, JD and DJ construction companies, where I physically did the financing and the work 
to build and develop real estate. I'm still finding out about royalty and licensing income, but I'm telling you folks, you do research and it's going to make the middle and the latter half of your life more manageable hopefully more enjoyable. If you keep your head in the sand and you just have a J-O-B with nothing else extra and you think you're going to rely on Social Security alone, you're kidding yourself. You should get a sense of urgency because I have seen hundreds and hundreds of people that are desperate in their golden years, 70 and 80 years old. Maybe a church, a nonprofit, or their kids are the best hope that they have. And we collectively as a community need to help them and I want to help you. There's ways that you can take these residual income sources like rental income to actually passive income. And passive income is a whole different level of different and independent because passive income, which I'm sharing with you, it's acquired automatically with minimal labor to earn and maintain. See, my rental property is residual, but it's not without work. It's still a job in the early phases. I've taken a short-term rental in the Smoky Mountains, a cabin in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, nine minutes from Dollywood, that it is passive income. My property managers, Sheila and Doug, they take care of everything. Now, I pay them very well, 30% of my gross profits, but I do nothing except receive the checks and pay the occasional tax or insurance. But that alone is $3,000 a month for my wife and I, and that is almost no different than my military retirement or no different than one of my annuities that will pay out, my life insurance that will pay out, or my Social Security. And you can do this too. It's easy. We have the entire Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to set up to help you, but tag, you're it. Your first step is if you are not a business owner, buy a house now. Justin Hermes said you need as little as five to $10,000 down. And even if you're younger and your income's limited, even less. You just have to have good credit, capacity to earn, and some collateral down. A military member, their collateral down is their VA loan, which is zero. If you're active duty military or prior service and you have VA eligibility and you haven't bought a house, you're just plain dumb. And dumb is a habit that I can help you change. You just throw in some knowledge and mix it up with water, and now you're smart. I can make you smart. Now, if you're lazy, that's a habit as well. Pull the Velcro tuck off the back of your couch and get your head up and get off your rusty dusty. You're only going to be miserable for three weeks, and you'll create a habit, but you won't be lazy anymore. But I encourage you to continue to review, study different forms of income, not because you're materialistic, because you don't want to be. I don't have a materialistic bone in my body because I have freedom. I decide whether I come to the studio or not, and I can decide to serve people, and I want to serve you. But you've got to call me at 719-330-1457 and have a desire to change. Because in the end, that's all that matters. So I want you to go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because nothing else matters but your memories, your loved ones, and the value you put into others. Reach for your passion like the Lord Jesus has given me in this show and call me at 719-330-1457. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. 
The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got trouble, and I got them too. There isn't anything 